0: Captain of Uh Akiva's, faces his job in GOG, with Keeve and Ellie, and Zooey.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to Neat Guys Obey God, a podcast where we rank the men of New Girl by how godly they are and how religious they are, because that's really important to us here. Uh, I'm your guest host for the week. Kirsten McKinnis. I'm joined uh, by someone who is not a neat guy. Uh, Ali Lasher. Ali, how are you? I am feeling pious. I'm excited
2: <laughs> to talk about um, more religion, something we never really broach on NGOG. So I'm excited to cover that for the first time.
1: Yeah, I think that's something that's really lacking in your new girl coverage. So I really wanted to bring that uh, to the forefront. <laughs> uh, thankfully, we have... Akiva here to help us out with that Akiva what's up
0: I mean if we're ranking us religiously it's got to be me Allie Kirsten right is that fair
1: I was never baptized so that's probably fair
0: but you were in some uh but I was uh, yeah
1: when I was a baby my I was uh dedicated to Christ
0: weren't you like a seventh day Adventist or something like that yes Mm -hmm.
1: but they don't do baptism until you're like old enough to understand what you're doing and you like take a course
0: Old enough to sin, right, Allie?
1: But if you, if you were, and
2: I've just been distracted, because if it's like you rank us on being religious at all, but if you're ranking us on, like, how Christian we are, Akiva, you're at the bottom of that list. I mean, I yeah. said godly, not Christian. Right, but I'm just saying, what's the scale?
0: Why would we be want of, like, what, why would we be Christian? I don't know. <laughs> well,
2: i just just thinking of a different religion.
0: Okay. <laughs> how Mormon. I can't
2: even acknowledge other how, religions. How
0: Mormon are you on the scale of one to ten, Allie?
2: Do you know what my religion is? What? Me. Happy that's birthday true. to me this week. I have yes. a gift here that's been burning a hole in my pocket that I have not been allowed to open.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sent, I sent you a gift. $27.50 something cents or something. Do you know
1: who else sent me a gift? <laughs> Kirsten sent me a gift.
0: Wow. I
1: did. I did send a gift. I'm glad it came before you recorded.
2: Kirsten sent me a, bl- a beautiful snow globe, which is an NGOG reference. Mm-hmm. uh of ca- canada this is Victoria, canada it's, it's beautiful i have it now next to my ngog mug which is next to the jar of our movies and uh what you sent me akiva can't go on the bookshelf okay it's for use
0: yeah well you're opening it up now right on live also on eat your
2: heart out scally you didn't send me a snow globe
1: yeah i heard you say that you wanted scally to send you a snow globe <laughs> and i said bet i can beat be <laughs> too busy
0: cleaning a second house
1: <laughs> second home meat. that didn't really catch
2: on no no real response to that
0: mm-hmm. not so relatable I, I think
2: if i i think <laughs> if i had a second home it would probably be mm-hmm. neat
0: probably um, yeah
2: it's an it's aspirational for sure i am gonna open this i'm very excited uh shout out to tate for helping akiva with this absolutely how was, involved would you say you were in this, Akiva?
0: Very involved. He sent me like 10 different designs, and I, I picked them, and I, you know, Oh, so,
2: so not it. involved. Do you manage the project? Product, no, no, no. no I, it was
0: my idea. The, everything, it was my idea. He just like uh, physically put it into the computer.
2: I'd like to see the rejected designs, but let's see. The, I'll the send you the whole one.
0: screenshot of our conversation after. That could be part okay. of your birthday present. You might like that better than this.
2: Allie from the editing room, I asked Akiva to send me the rejected designs and he refused to, saying it was just different colors and angles. Uh, You know, I didn't really care so much, but he said that he would send it and turns out that was a lie. The lie detector determined that was a lie. Back to the show. It just really never ceases to amaze me that um, the people, MJC sent me a great cameo, Wow, you know, from the comedian, we like just like all of these people in this podcasting world are so much better than I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, this this week, what this did Louis C.K. have reminder. to say? Shut up! All right, I'm opening it. Are you ready? Yeah, tell me more. I'm so scared. What if I don't like it?
0: Yeah, well, the good thing I just realized that if, if you don't like a gift, you're actually going to tell me. Most people lie.
2: I know I would lie.
0: Oh, good. See, that's why your mom said you're lovely last week. <laughs>
1: Ali is lovely. I I texted saying that I think Allie is lovely, uh, before getting to the part where uh, Ali's mom confirmed.
2: Okay, wait. I am weak. Akiba, would you like to describe what I'm looking at, or do I need to describe why you it? Why don't you
0: describe it? It's late at night for me. I barely. Remember I am.
2: What we said. First of all, great color selection. I love the navy yes. tote, not the traditional tan tote. You went with the navy tote. Love that. Mm-hmm. It is a nice full size color image large circle of space scene with a big full moon in the middle and a a cartoon banana sitting on top of the moon with a great yellow font that says, well, 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 hashtag (laughs) N-G-O-G.
1: It's so stupid. (laughs) Incredible. Now, Did I do a good job at least? Go ahead, Kirsten. Then no, I'll no. Know. Akiva got those. your address from me and then said, Can I give this to Tate? And I said, I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. It's um,
2: I like uh, that we say on the podcast that Tate has my address because now people know if I turn up dead mm-hmm. uh to yeah. uh, check that out.
1: If anything happens to Ali Lasher, it was definitely Tate. It
0: was Tate.
2: It was but
1: Tate. so Akiva, you I you assured me that I I was like, Akiva,
2: how do you have my address? And you were like, You gave it to me for something. Don't ask, don't worry about it. And I was like, I, when did I give it to you? So Kirsten gave it to you.
0: Kirsten gave it to you, but I didn't want I didn't want to ruin her present surprise, so I had to lie.
1: So Kirsten, how did you get my address from Sam? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. mm. just giving so out people's addresses. I hope, that, address I hope that's nilly.
1: okay. I was like, I'm sending her a present for her birthday. Can I get her address? And he do was you know like, Here it is. Hilarious is that I didn't
2: even question that you got my address, but Akiva immediately I was like, Why do you have my address?
1: <laughs> well, because I mean. I eventually, I'm assuming, am invited to come hang out with you at your apartment. Um, I'll give you lots of notice so you can clean up. It's fine. (laughs) Uh, No, of course you are. A hundred percent. You can use keys. You also Um, don't have to clean up for me. I'm I'm kind of a slob. too.
0: Everyone says that, but I feel like even though she's not clean, like she is a clean up for people person. Am I right?
1: Yeah. No, I would never let anyone Mm -hmm. in my apartment with it messy. That's exactly like me, Allie. (laughs)
2: So the, let's get back to this bag for a second. It's really remarkable. It's going to be super embarrassing to use because yeah. it looks in- completely insane in the yeah, best it is way. insane. And what I love the most about it, Kie, and yeah. I said this to my mom. Gave me a very nice birthday gift yesterday, and I said the same thing to her. Is it's like it so has your fingerprints on it? Like mm-hmm. of course this is of all the stuff we've talked about on NGOG. This would be what you would pick the well, 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 which was your favorite uh, Yosef quote and the Mm -hmm. banana stuff, which is your favorite bit about your son. (laughs) And now I have it on a tote bag. I love
1: it.
0: Which, Kirsten, what do you think? She's like insulting me a little bit here.
1: Well, I mean, if she wasn't, then I'd be concerned about her. No, I'm saying it has. I like a gift
2: that has the fingerprints of the gift giver. Like my mom gave me a beautiful necklace that is so something she would have picked out. Mm hmm. That I wouldn't have necessarily picked for myself, but I'm really happy to. I really like it. And she gave it. It's like not like she just went to a store and took someone else's advice. It's like so clearly that she liked it. Mm -hmm. So like this to me is a beautiful representation of what has stood out to you from our 31 episodes of podcasting so far. Mm -hmm. And I love it. It kills me. I love the well, 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 well.
0: Banana on the moon with well, 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 well. Hashtag NGOG.
2: I will, of course, tweet a picture of this. Thank you very much, Akiva. Thank you, Tate. And thank you, Kirsten, for bearing with us and for the snow globe, which I also Mm -hmm.
0: love.
1: I was just glad that it got there really fast because I was worried it wouldn't get there until after your birthday. And then it would, like, be weeks down the line. You'd be like, oh, I got this random snow globe. I wonder who this is from. Uh, I also didn't leave any note with the snow globe. Uh, I was hoping that there'd be a mystery, but I guess you don't know anyone else who lives in Victoria. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: no, I think it would have come right back to you immediately. Like yeah. I would have.
1: Uh, well, I mean if clapping. you had other friends who lived in Victoria, I'd be really upset with you for not introducing me <laughs> to them by now. The RHAP has extend expanded the people I know who live in Canada
2: by 300%.
0: Oh, even more, yeah. <laughs> I assume if I meet somebody in our little universe, I assume they're Canadian. Until, until proven otherwise. It's almost all Canadians.
2: Well, that's an insane assumption, but that's, fair enough.
1: Akiva's just like, say bag so that I can know where you're from. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Can you spell the following word for me? Favorite. And that's how I get them every time.
1: <laughs> what a trap.
2: Because so many Canadians are pretending to not be from Canada.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't Question. think I could go undercover as an American. What would that involve? I don't know. Like, I just, I'd like be more rude. <laughs> Impossible. <Ouch. laughs> oh my god. Okay, fine.
2: <laughs> um, no. Okay, wait. We have a question from Joey from Saskatoon. What is Akiva's son saying in the closing song? Which is great, by the way. Shout out to um, JCR. I hear quote, "I'm breaking right now. My faith in my dad." <laughs> just I think my face projecting. is my job yeah I, I saw you respond that to someone today and a, in a <laughs> thing and it killed me
1: yeah I've been on I've been really choosing violence during Aries season and uh, I don't see that stopping anytime soon
2: that's the spirit of Aries season yeah alright it says he, he's saying my face is my job because that before well 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 there was my face is my job as the number one hit in the Winokur household
0: yeah, we could've done my face my job, but that's not banana saying it. So I don't like it would have been harder to have a picture of my son. I thought it'd be funnier to have <laughs> a banana on if the moon. you sent me a
2: picture of your son, I would have to send this back to you. Yeah. And then it's like so now there's a banana
0: on the moon, what does banana say? What is really his catchphrase? So I feel like uh, well well it's not banana's catchphrase, but may, you know. <laughs> It, I it's was closer associated with
2: saying them. that that should have been on the
1: bag. I was answering Joey's mm-hmm. question that that's what is the yeah. end of the theme song. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only concern is that Bananas isn't actually a banana.
0: It's a it's a subject of, of it's much a representation. debate. It's very yeah. cute. Yeah.
1: It's yeah. cute. Next, we're going to tackle next week
2: whether Banana even exists. So that's a, t- a mm-hmm. teaser oh. for next week. That's right. Um... All right. Any other old biz? I mean, Akiva, your pizza take caused a lot of stress.
0: A lot, yeah, a lot of uh, mentions and replies. But ultimately, I was proven accurate. Everyone really agreed with me. No, no. I was right, and Ali was wrong.
1: So, but here's the thing: is Akiva and I talked about this again, and he, he brought up the very good point that his knowledge of pizza is largely New York pizza, which is better than everywhere else in the world. mm Hmm. So you, I you forgot about chain pizza.
0: Like I forgot about like Domino's and pizza and stuff like that because I don't really get it. I don't get that stuff. But
2: that's very good pizza, too. That's just like a different like you can make a homemade. My whole issue with it is not that you're saying homemade pizza is always whatever. It's like like you could say, you know what I agree with for me is that the effort required to make homemade pizza never justifies yes. like the quality of the pizza that i produce is never justifies the time and effort when i can get literally all kinds of delicious varieties of pizza from like shitty quote-unquote pizza to like top of the line pizza here in new york or wherever however to say that all all purchased pizza is better or or you said i'm sorry the worst pizza you could purchase is better than the best homemade pizza that's just not true
1: yeah, and I think the problem, too, is um, I'm now getting the vibe that maybe a Akiva's never had a homemade pizza that's, like, fully homemade dough, homemade sauce, you know, um, which is what I grew up on, and so I'm just, like, I feel sad for him.
0: No, oh. I have. They make their own pizza here all the time. It's just no, not as good as the restaurants.
1: You just need a better recipe, then, for the dough
2: and the sauce. Also, Akiva can't tell the difference between a restaurant pizza and a home pizza. I sent him a picture of a pizza that was posted by an influencer recently who makes pizza every week. And I was like, oh, my God, this was like the best restaurant pizza I ever had. Like two years ago, I like made up some story. He was like, oh, that looks amazing. I was like, you can't even tell. That's a home pizza. So
0: and then I realized it looked gross.
1: You can't trust Akiva. That's the well, real she me. moral of the story. Yeah, I know.
0: I love that, that Yeah, no, the, but the, thing, the <laughs> thing is
1: is Ali tricked you, but she was doing so in the name of science. You mm-hmm. just she can't be trusted.
2: Me. She tricked me. <laughs> okay, uh, no tricking around this episode uh Menzies, which Akiva didn't know was a real thing last week. Let's see if we could clear it up for him uh directed well, by no, Jason it's Wal- spelled
0: wrong like the, this I know is, oh, the, the the only way they sp- the way they spell menzies is like just new girl hits,
2: yeah, but that's like men no there's Z's. a street
1: in Victoria that's spelled like this, but it's like men it's like the
2: man's ear is my understanding mm-hmm. of it, but okay, ah, directed. Got it, got it. By Jason Wolliner, written by Elizabeth Merriweather, aired originally in November 13th, 2012. Took a week off from Halloween. Unclear why. Um, maybe the election coverage. So, Kirsten, you, I think one of an er, one of the earliest selectors of the episode, I think you, correct me if I'm wrong, did you have your sort of...
1: Pick of the litter here, and this is the episode you chose? I, I did, yes. Um, th- when you were saying that people could pitch themselves for episodes, this was the first episode of New Girl that stuck out to me. Uh, still a favorite to this day. I love this episode of New Girl, and I had a great time watching it again today. I, I'm happy to be here. Uh, I just love this episode. Key, if you want to mm-hmm. hit us with
2: some digest?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we have Jessica F. Day. Is having her period, as she also goes on job interviews. Also having their period, possibly, is Winston. He's having sympathy PMS, he says. Um, We also have Schmidt possibly intersecting the robbie Cece relationship while he's dealing with relationship issues of his own at work. We haven't been to Schmidt's work in a while. And Nick is trying to get rid of his anger management. All that and more on today's New Girl, Old Guy episode. The
1: succinct digest. I'm getting the sense that Akiva didn't like this episode. I
0: really like it. I thought it was really funny. I watched this one again with my, with my lovely wife, and she was laughing and laughing and laughing. I said she likes uh, physical comedy, and there was a lot of it in this episode.
2: I was dying. I wrote in my notes with the, when Jess is in the pool with Nick. I'm like, if you want physical comedy, baby, you got it. So I'm so glad that Mara watched this episode.
0: I um, t- uh, sort of recorded her laughing, and she caught me. <laughs> uh, and and she was not happy she's like no recordings at all um, so
2: she didn't I, I was hoping we'd have a who won the episode from her We she, all... I, I,
0: she she gave the answer but I was not allowed to record it she's like what else do you record as I said the <laughs> first time I've ever recorded anything don't worry
2: you, your son and your wife now suspicious of you with your phone it out. is true
0: I sometimes I'll ask my son to come over for like a real like how was school and he'll answer with I'm not
1: doing the banana minute um now what is the what are the laws about recording things where you are a Kiva? Like does does only one person need to know it's getting recorded or are you like breaking the law every time? Ooh, Kirsten could, like, with the legal knowledge.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. I don't really ever record like I learned how to record stuff for this podcast basically. I, don't I did not answer
1: stuff. the question. I think you need I don't to know look I into don't, the legality I've never- of what you're doing. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, I deleted it right away. She's like, delete that right now. And I deleted it. So well, that's good. At least you
1: follow instructions.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that, that was the episode. I did like it. I thought this was one of the best episodes. We're on a hot streak now, baby. This is the second episode in a row that uh, has been a winner.
1: I just I love this episode so much like there are so many things in this episode that I laugh out loud at and I my sister and I often will talk to each other about like puppy in a cup it's it's like an inside joke for it's it's just what more could you want uh
2: nothing more so let's get into it I like I think you guys are higher on it than I am but as I was watching this episode I thought like When I watch this episode without taking notes, I probably enjoy it more, Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, your energy is contagious. So now I'm more excited than I even was before, Uh, but let's get into it. Uh, What do you think, Akiva, of Schmidt's tactic here to get just to get a job by uh, refusing to pay the electric bill on on
0: principle? Not great. She should be looking for other (laughs) places to live. This is like abusive.
1: I just love how it's like, well, uh, you haven't gotten a job yet, uh, so we will pay nothing to the gas company. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I also I really like how they all just gather around the table together as a loft to pay their bills, um, but Schmidt is still in charge of it, and he's like, okay, here's what everyone owes. Jess is like, I've got five American dollars for you. Uh That's that's all the money I have. Um, I'm very curious about if she is uh, continuing to pay her portion of the rent. Yeah, it's sort
2: of unclear how finances work in the loft uh, with all of them together. I like the reactions from each of them. I I think Winston gets a great line here saying, like, I can't loan you money. Like, I'm single now. I have to trick women into thinking I could buy them stuff. And Nick, just thrilled to no longer be the poorest, is like shockingly making his rent, making the bill. Uh, so I, th- I like any time there's this sort of like loft dynamic where all of their personalities get, get a little of attention. Usually Winston's been like silent in the background.
1: Well, and it's also just so Nick to be like down to the exact penny. Here's how much I owe you. <laughs> like, God forbid he gives like three cents extra by leaving a nickel there, right? Like he's like, no, here's exactly what I owe. I will, I'm paying what I owe and I feel good about it. Akiva,
2: how uh, – I have to imagine you agree with Jess about uh, the burden of updating your resume. Don't tell yeah, me you like updating your resume.
0: It's, it's awful. It, I have not applied for jobs just because I didn't have an updated resume like, while I was at <laughs> jobs. So I 100% see it. I don't care about the fonts and stuff. I just hate doing it. Uh, in the future, I think I'll just pay someone to do it for me. I had Chester do it last time.
1: I mean, at the very least, you could pay someone to make you a template that you can put all your information in. Like, mm-hmm. I paid for a template for my current resume, and it's really cute.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. So I'll, I'll fire up a cute resume next time. Um, all right. <laughs> uh,
2: you, you you got something here, Keith? No, no, no. no. Okay. Uh, so the whole thing of the episode is Jess is like, I'm PMSing, so I don't want to deal with all of this. Uh, Matt Stewart wants to know, is this episode a good representation of PMS and normalizing it or more of a playing it over the top at the expense of women?
1: Okay, so I've gone back and forth on this like multiple times today alone because I do feel like I have had times where I'm like. I feel like I'm dying and I want a soft pretzel and that is how I feel. But then also I don't think I would ever tell my roommates that I'm going to kick the testicles clean off their bodies and they'll look like Ken dolls down there. So it's just I go back and forth. I think ultimately it's not the best representation um, like to be accurate and normalize it. But it is the funniest representation.
0: Keeve, did this feel true to life to you? Well, I'll say this. There aren't a ton of sitcoms that have, uh, like, the, where the A story is someone's having their period. Like, it really never comes up on Seinfeld, right? Like, it, like classic sitcoms, I can't, th- even, like, uh, edgier ones, I can't think of times where it, is there a friend sub- subplot with someone has their period? Do either of you know?
1: Um, I feel like on Friends, it's more so the subplot where Rachel doesn't get her period. Oh, okay, fine. Same with Elaine yeah. screaming at, uh...
0: Oh, yeah, you do have Kramer saying... She missed say,
2: her period! You have
0: Kramer screaming at the window, she's
2: late!
0: That is true. Um, Allie wouldn't know that. She's not a, not a big Seinfeld person. Anyway, mm. the... Uh, uh, but no, I, I mean, obviously, like, this is, like, the 99.9th percentile of somebody being completely nutty and just, like, getting physically violent. Uh, So it doesn't ring true to home at all, but it was really funny.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a sitcom. I'm okay. It doesn't need Mm -hmm. to heal every issue that women deal with. Uh,
1: I mean, I've
0: I've had women this angry at me for sure, but not... Not because they're on
1: their period, because of your actions. Yeah,
0: probably because of my actions, exactly.
2: (laughs) Um... I love, though, the uh, Nick being like, it's not fair. Women have an excuse once a month to act irrationally angry. Kyle Picard says, how many days a year are you irrationally angry? Which I obviously felt was a personal attack.
1: Kate, well, I'm going to actually ignore that question completely because (laughs) here's the thing. When a woman is on their period and they're getting like emotional and sensitive and whatever, it's actually because they have more testosterone than normal and less estrogen and progesterone. So actually, when a woman is PMSing, they're at, they're feeling the way men feel all the time. And so when men are like, "Oh, women are crazy on their periods," it's like, "Yeah, that's how you are all the time, Bradley. So maybe you should have some compassion."
2: Producer Kelly is somewhere giving you a standing ovation right now while listening to this podcast. Incredible! That's very I, her just, energy.
1: I just want her to like me.
2: She she d- definitely does. <laughs> After that, I mean, I love you. Um, no, I died at the. Uh, Do you think I have anger issues? And Schmidt's like, mm, an issue implies it's something you can fix. <laughs> I feel like that would be very me asking Akiva if I have anger issues. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, yeah. No, I could say I that don't for think sure. you
2: could really work on it. Except I think Akiva <laughs> yeah. would be too afraid to actually
1: say that.
0: Sometimes I, yeah. he gets
1: cocky no. and takes a swing. That's oh. true. But then he always regrets it. I feel like Akiva always regrets it when he takes you're, that swing.
0: Yeah, you're nailing it. You both, you're both. you both 100%. Um, yeah.
1: I really.
2: I am fully abusing my ally from the editing group powers here, but I'm crying. This might be my favorite moment of the podcast ever of just me and Kirsten ping-ponging Akiva like he's not even there and I'm desperate to try to get a word in and being unable to. Oh, back to the show.
1: I really like how Winston is like, no, you've always been like this. And we get the flashback of him being really dissatisfied with the child selling lemonade. The flashbacks are very hit and miss to me. Mm.
2: I liked that one. Didn't love the push pull of the door. But honestly, I just like everything Jake Johnson, so it like immediately gets grandfathered to good, even if I don't like it. This
0: Rounds might be the Nick good, the, like the Jake Johnson-yest nickest episode so far.
1: I love Jake Johnson.
0: It's Nickish. It's pretty Nickish.
2: We have to talk about Tran, which is a Nickish thing. Uh, played yeah. by Ralph on uh Akiva. <laughs> Well, I guess I'll ask the questions. Producer Kelly says, acknowledging the potential concern about the Tran character, parentheses, the mystical Asian friend. I have to say, I love him. I love him with Nick. I love Nick with him. What do you guys think? Jessica Frey says, how much do you love Tran? Akiva, how did you feel about the introduction of Tran?
0: Uh, Yeah, Tran is great. Uh, It's really funny. I I predicted to my wife right away, like, oh, he's actually going to know English uh he's just like ignoring nick basically or or not not speaking to him i did think um once he called like he called him magical right i did think at a certain point a lot of sitcoms would have gone with he's not real and like uh you know he (laughs) goes back to the bench and he's not there i think
2: it's very banana
0: of you i'm gonna say this i i'd say the majority of sitcoms that have the storyline would have would have tran ultimately be a figment of nick's imagination i was surprised that they didn't go that way so
2: let me start again Do you think Tran is a figment of Nick's imagination?
0: No, because everyone else sees him. By the the end, everyone sees him. Okay. I think. I mean, Schmidt is talking to him at the end. Sure. I mean, he could be a figment (laughs) of everyone in the loft's imagination. I don't know where he is. Well, is
1: anything happening in the loft? Maybe all (laughs) of this is fake.
0: This series finale might be somebody wakes up and it's a dream. That is a good point. Maybe Tran
1: wakes up and it's a dream. Kirsten, have you Mm -hmm. seen
0: every episode of this series?
1: I sure have I okay. was a, a new girl fan from the very start I have a very vivid memory of watching the series premiere uh, in my friend Melissa's basement in my uh, I guess it was my second year of university. And uh, just, like, Schmidt, like, posing. Like, do I look good like this? Do I look good like this? Like, a very strong memory of that. And then I watched most of it live, um, except the last, like, half-season season, which I uh, watched for the first time uh, in quarantine. Because about a year ago, I did a full series binge of uh Oh, so you gave New up girl. on the show
0: before it was over. I, I didn't
1: give up on the show. I just, like, wasn't living a life where I had cable and easy access okay. to watch Fair it. Enough. So I Fair just... Enough. Yeah. W- didn't get to it and then i did a full series watch of new girl and mindy project uh last spring
0: you know i don't have a good sense Allie, uh of like if the show gets bad if it like uh jumps the shark or anything like that so it's interesting that she stopped watching it although it, she, she justified it but but that's now, who i you know, i am a yeah. that
1: you cannot read into that because i will often just like leave something and then i'll be like oh i'll come back
0: to i do it. that too I I mean, I famously stopped reading Harry Potter at the beginning of the seventh book. I was like, I'm too old for this now. Yeah, but you're not
1: going back to it.
0: Never. No, no, no. I wouldn't.
1: I
2: think you can sort of... What I would guess... Because I actually... I don't really know the answer, right? Like, I enjoy the show enough to keep rewatching it, but I don't really know what the general conscious thinks about Mm. it. So, like, I for me, like, I would guess that it's somewhere between, like, you know it doesn't have the huge controversy, like How I Met Your Mother, Mm -hmm. or or Parks and Rec Season 1, that, like, people universally, although I disagree, but people tend to universally agree that it it gets ruined at one part or another. But it's also not, for whatever reason, as universally beloved as, like, The Office, or 30 Rock, at, like, the top of everyone's rewatch list over and over. So, you know... That's where I would sort
0: of place it. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I have I either it. of you have either of you ever threatened to kick somebody's testicles clean off?
2: I'm sure that felt very true to something mm. I would say.
1: <laughs> I don't think I have, but I still have time. You look like a Ken doll down there. I love that line. That line yeah, is funny. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, what, what other thing, like funny things does she say? But like, there's one point where she's like, "I have a red devil inside of me." Um. Yeah,
2: I mean, I I loved when Winston starts saying he's PMSing and she's like, you can't have that. Like, that's my thing. That's like, my thing. Stop stealing
1: that. from me, Winston. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, but let's keep talking a little bit more about Tran here. Matt Stewart says, was everything that Nick did on the bench improvised? And I looked into this and I found an article on thethings.com that suggests that 20% of every New Girl episode is improvised and then lists 10 or 12 scenes, including the "Gave you cookie, got you cookie. But I've read the script page for that episode. So
0: I don't know. Well, the script pages online are, are post or like are the script No, afterwards. Jake
2: Johnson, the audience doesn't know this because I cut it from the scally episode, but you should know this because we discussed it on the episode, which is that Jake Johnson like found his script and posted a picture of the actual ah, script from that okay. scene.
0: Well, I'll drop a little information on you because you mentioned, I didn't even re- remember this, that Jason Wollner, um, did he write this episode or direct it? Direct. He directed this episode. Jason Wollner um, directed Borat this year. So you want to talk about, you know, fully improvised stuff. So it, honestly, this could be, now that you say it, the most improvised episode so far of the series. The the whole conversation uh, with CeCe and Schmidt, that we'll get to a little later, is is one of, like, the more casual sort of uh scenes of maybe the most casual scene in the series so far and so is the one the first one with nick on the bench with tran so um this is like uh you know a a big time improviser who is um you know directing the episode so it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if you let them go wild
2: we're gonna ignore that you pronounce it borat yeah i Um, yeah i can't
0: ignore that actually um borat 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 Yachtram. So you said okay. it once
1: wrong and then once right there. Okay, uh, but you know what? I'm not going to judge you for how you pronounce words because I'm different than you, Akiva. Yeah,
0: I've um, never done that to anybody.
1: Rude, rude ass. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Akiva got very uh, on a podcast that does not get mentioned on this podcast. Got very rude to me about how I say the word bag. Um. Akiva rude on Renat. I know. Can you just, I didn't want to get too far away from the original point about Tran and the, like the stereotype, not stereotypes, but like, um, like the cliches that they're like going into, like the tropes that they're going into with Tran. Like, yeah, like that is, uh, it's, it's just, it's not the best. Uh, and I think that it's not the first time that the show has not been like the most delicate, uh, with issues. Of race, it's not the only thing in this episode that's not the most delicate um, about uh, issues of race. Uh, but, like, Tran holding Nick like a baby in the pool is one of the funniest visuals. Period. Another
2: big gif moment, Kiev, that you might have seen the gifs of.
0: I, I, it didn't immediately strike to mind, but it definitely it feels like it's a great gif.
2: Okay. Um, about This is totally random, improvised, if you will. Um, I feel like people are too obsessed, and this is not a a dig at Matt Stewart or you, Akiva, but people are so obsessed with whether scenes were improvised. Like on Office Ladies, people write in like every single week and are like, was this comment improvised? Did they say that when you looked at him like this, was it improvised? And their answers are always like, no, we have really good writers and like we're good actors and it's just a good show. Um and that's not to say that these things weren't improvised, but I always just think it's so interesting that like we as a culture are obsessed with when actors improvised as opposed to like the 16 person writers room that like pr- is our a- professional writers
1: Well, it's because you don't see the writers' Room, right? So uh, it always feels good when, like, your fave can take credit for something that you think is really funny. Uh, I know I'm really bad for not ever paying attention to, like, who is behind the camera. Uh, But I also just don't care if something's improvised or not. I care if the show is funny. Right. Kiva, you strike me as someone who likes to know when something's improvised.
0: Um, no, I mean, like, I, I would be curious, but I, I this isn't something that really comes across my mind at all when watching the episode. But this episode has the most different feel, I think, comedically, and is shot differently than a lot of other scenes. Uh, and when we get up to like those parts, I'll I'll uh, like I'll mention what I'm talking about. But definitely, like, the, yeah, there's they're tr- they probably filmed 50 bits that Nick did for Tran and just gave you the best 10 on the show.
2: I love I like your hat I like that it's not a team or a logo it's just that's blue. very funny <laughs> so um Justin Ramsey wants to know a uh, Kirsten and I think Kyle asked this too would you rather be covered in fish scales or feathers
1: yeah I'm not a freak so I'm gonna have to say feathers wow I say
2: fish scales because you could cover them more easily Kiwi yeah, break the tie if you're covered oh, in
1: fish scales does that imply that you have gills and would have to live in the water no because to me it implies you'd have to live in the water
2: if you're covered in feathers do you fly i don't think it's like more it's just the coverage Feathers are like
1: soft and it's like cozy and warm fish scales seem cold to me i would just be
2: concerned you're right maybe i should just assume i would no longer be able to live a normal life but i was thinking if i was covered in fish scales i could more easily conceal that in the normal life than feathers
1: I guess. I just like how he's like fish scales, you freak. You yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going feathers.
1: Okay. Uh
2: then anytime you like are annoying, Mara could like pluck one of your feathers as a punishment. She would do
0: that. She would now, definitely pluck my feathers.
1: Would you then have to molt like once a month <laughs> and then would that be like PMS?
0: Oh, that's a good question. I've never had sympathy PMS. Um that can, can
1: you say. ask Yeah, Akiva could you have ask, stopped after sympathy? I've never had sympathy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've never had feelings for another person. Yeah, what's up?
1: Can you ask um Yosef for
2: next week if he'd rather be covered in fish scales or feathers?
0: Alright, fine. I'll show him what fish scales and feathers are on, on or the Or ask Noah,
2: maybe listen. that's more age appropriate. A deer, okay, I feel like, would crush an answer to that.
0: Alright, I'll ask them.
1: Alright, honestly, uh, ask the whole fam. Uh, yeah.
2: Uh, Matt Stewart says will Tran show up again and if so will he talk more Akiva
0: I don't think so I I was wondering that the second we saw him I would like for him to show up again I'm going to say no but it would be pretty cool if. I, I feel like the way people are like Jessica Fraser is like ooh I love Tran to me that's a, not a guy who's showing up 10 times
2: interesting I would have thought the opposite just by if people are excited about him like do people really remember someone from one episode in season 2
1: I mean I do from the pool
2: <laughs> um yeah, so we'll see. Chloe G, and this is my favorite question, I think, of the whole podcast. Allie, is Akiva your tran? Strange older man with no explicable reason why you're friends.
1: Akiva can never calm you down if you are angry. You
2: know
0: not, tr- A- not true.
1: I do think
2: there's something too like uh, you know, shouting into the void and Akiva mostly saying nothing. It's very Tran-esque.
0: Uh, yeah, I listen, first of all, I take it all the time. I, I listen to it. <laughs> whether, whether sometimes I'm the reason you're mad or sometimes I'm just listening, like I am actually pretty good at that. I, I
2: haven't I, been mad in a while.
0: No, you haven't. You haven't. Um, but um, <laughs> but I'm, I, like I, I actually think I am good at not escalating.
1: Well, that wasn't the question. I do think that Akiva might be your tran. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think I have one.
0: I will never take you to the water and uh,
2: Well, you know, not, obviously not. <laughs> that would be a very funny visual. Wait, should we tell should we can we talk about the hotel Akiva?
0: No, don't let's no. I don't want to talk about. it. Honestly, now you brought that up and now I'm upset. Wait, I want But not because of what you said. Just because of like uh, what it reminds me of.
1: Wait, but okay. I need to know.
0: You we'll tell just... you offline.
1: Oh we'll my off-line. god! But you won't. You're gonna. There was a world
2: where Akiva and I'll edit this out of you on There was a world where Akiva was gonna be in like in Connecticut, and he was like, "Would you and Missy uh, come like?" Or visit anybody,
0: me. like you and you and, and another person. I made.
2: Clear. Right, and I but I was like, "Why would we like?" What and he was like, "Well, I'm not having you visit me at a hotel by yourself," and I was like. No, the, the question was, why would anyone come visit you at the hotel? Are you freak.
0: I was going to be there for, like, a month or six weeks.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, okay, but you could meet so many places. Like, what,
1: me, uh, me no, and my friend like, are going to there. meet There's my like at the hotel. No, I'd be, at like, the trapped hotel.
0: there. I would be, like, stuck at the hotel, basically.
1: All right, anyway.
0: hmm
1: Okay. <laughs> I dodged a prepared. bullet with that one. <laughs> yeah, thank oh, God. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, Allie was like, yes, he won't have to go now. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, can we talk about the... Um, <laughs> Can we, talk, can we talk about the going back to Schmidt's workplace for the first time all season?
1: Absolutely.
0: Sure. We haven't been there since like the holiday party maybe last year. I don't, I don't remember exactly when. Um, it's been a while. But, but uh, of course, still this all-female workplace. I, my first question is, so this VP comes. She does not work in his office. She magically has like the biggest office I've ever seen in my life. Like a, like a zillion dollar <laughs> office in Los Angeles. She doesn't work there. That doesn't even make sense. Like she has this corner so office I, with an amazing view. Well, crew. I mean,
1: oftentimes in like a larger corporation, if someone has a high up high up enough role, they'll have like mm-hmm. an office space at everywhere yeah. that they would ever be visiting, and it's like but really annoying. she's not the annoying. CEO. Yeah, but the CEO is not going and working in every place probably, but like a VP of something might. Right. Because presumably she's got to check in on all the offices. Like, she probably travels, yeah, from, like, yeah. place to place.
0: When I, um, at, when she makes him, like, uh, like, tie himself up, when she's tying him up at the end of the episode, I thought, wait, maybe she doesn't actually work here, and maybe she is robbing him. Like, because nobody else has seen her. <laughs> oh and that actually would have worked. That would have been funny, right? Like, like, she doesn't actually work. There's just been a long con where she's just stealing his wallet and his, and his money.
1: Yeah, it was just a long con of sexually harassing him. Yes, Exactly.
0: Episode. Keith, did you plan. recognize
1: this actress who played Emma? I,
0: You know, I did not D bags it. Who is she?
2: Carla Gugino. I mean, I know her from Entourage.
0: Yeah, Carla Gugino is she has her own show on Stars or Showtime or something. She's like um, I'm, I'm actually surprised she's like a guest here. She at times in her career has probably been too famous for like a new girl one off guest spot. But, um, Uh, like, more famous
1: than Prince? I feel like one off guest spots on sitcoms are often reserved for very famous people. Like, what's Brad Pitt doing on Friends?
0: True, but they weren't like Carla, but she's also not famous enough where you can monetize it by, like, putting it in the commercial.
1: And just for the record, I do know that Brad Pitt was dating Jennifer Aniston at the time. Nobody come at me for that. (sighs) Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear those comments. This
2: is a no adding environment, it's a safe space. Yeah. Good.
0: The Gaggers are very nice. Uh, Yeah, uh, Carla Gugino, who knows how to pronounce both Gs there. Um, I do recognize her now. She
1: probably does.
0: Um, What's the show she's in? She's
1: she's in Jet.
0: She's Jet in Jet.
1: I've never even Uh, heard of that show. She's also in Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has this pretty serious IMDb of, like, stuff I've never seen. Political animals, like shows that go one season. The Brink political animals wayward pines roadies jet manhunt all these shows are like one season and done and and she's in it
2: we should have been one season she's karen and
0: oh karen cisco she's karen cisco and karen cisco
1: i mean as we would say on um bojack horse pod esteemed character actress
0: Mm-hmm. yes well, she's not a character actress though. She's usually the lead. That's what's that's what's interesting. Mm, but she's been she's... in so
1: many things that she counts as a character actress to Bojack Horseman. Right.
0: Yeah, she's usually the lead. Um, and uh, aging well because she's been at this since the '80s. She was on not Who's the Boss? Not aging
1: well. Ugh, Kiva. <laughs> Ugh, gross. Well, I'm on her
0: IMDb. She's in alpha in 1989, Kirsten.
1: Yeah, but it's just weird to be like, mm, they're aging
0: well. I'm just saying, like, she's been like, she's a. Uh, a veteran of the acting process.
2: There was no world where Akiva was seeing Alf <laughs> as a credit and not mentioning it, yeah. so it's You're not right. a good idea. I don't
1: understand why Akiva's obsessed with Alf, but maybe, like, therapy Alf could help him fun. with that. It, it
2: reminds fun. him of his best friend, personal hero, and life mentor, Rob Sister Nina.
0: You're Both idiots, no offense. <laughs> <Whoa>! um,
1: <laughs> Excuse me.
0: How are um, we going to celebrate Carla Gugino's birthday, 50th birthday, August 29th?
1: Um, hopefully by being fully vaccinated for
0: COVID.
2: Hopefully mm-hmm. um, by celebrating with the simultaneous cancellation of New Girl Old Guy. <laughs> what? what
0: you can cancel uh, right now? Do you want to end the? End
1: the by, right
2: now what do you? I'll are hang up right now, Akiva. By
1: August 29th uh twenty twenty one, I will have pushed Akiva out of New Girl Old Guy and become Ali's full time co host. <laughs> I'll friend jump. Okay. I would. I can't say friend jump because I'm already like friends with Ali, but whatever. <laughs> I'll pod jump. <laughs>
0: Can I have Lindsey Wilson in that trade? Mm-mm. No, I'm
1: keeping them both.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, no, this whole scene's ridiculous with his boss Emma. Um, I like Robbie here being like, that sounds like um, sexual harassment. Like you should date a nice girl. We got so many questions, Kirsten, on how we felt about the quote unquote nice girl storyline. Justin Ramsey says. Do Allie and Kirsten have the same reaction as Cece when people constantly refer to them as nice girls? Uh, Who's constantly referring to us as nice girls? I know. That was very nice of Justin to say. (laughs) Uh, Producer Kelly says, Allie and Kirsten, what are your feelings on, quote, nice? As in, A, nice girls and nice guys, for that matter, which Allie has said on pod before is a misogynistic trap yeah Mm -hmm. b is nice a virtue or just a nothing word that people say when they have nothing interesting to contribute c e g uh don't don't get at me with this blue book citation kelly c e g caitlin kate winslet's quote on nice in eternal sunshine so, do you have a visceral reaction to, I guess, the rare occasion you'd be called nice based on your reaction to Justin? I think you're very nice. I mean,
1: I the thing is, is I feel like um, people who do not know me think that I'm, like, some kind of demon or monster. Um, but then the minute someone knows me even a little bit, they're like, oh, you're actually, like, a very kind, like, good person. Um... I think that, like, nice is fine. Nice is a good thing to be. But people should aspire to be nice, to be kind. But if all you have going for you is, hey, but I'm a nice guy or I'm a nice girl, it's like, well, actually, what I'd prefer if you brought to the table, that you're funny, that you're smart, that you're interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to bring more to the table than nice. Uh, like, nice is good. Nice is an asset. But if that's a all you've times, got, who cares?
0: Yeah, it's a good point. A lot of times when they say somebody's nice they're not even nice it's like they're not smart they're not funny they're not good looking they're like not really a good person so it's like yeah he's nice well and Um, oftentimes
1: like in particular with like the concept of a nice guy it's like a guy calling themselves nice and they're like oh i'm such a nice guy and you're just a bitch who won't go out with me like i wasn't even interested in you anyways you fat bitch and it's like okay yeah you sound real nice like good for you so,
2: Missy and I frequently talk about nice guy syndrome as a way where, like, guys think they're of themselves as nice guys and, like, do bad things as a result. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm a nice guy, so, like, I'm not hurting you. Anyway, I'm not explaining this well because to, to peek behind the curtain, I'm very sick right now. So, I'm, like, not... My head is not working. Well, no, but, it, but, yeah, it it's like... It makes
1: total sense. Like, it's like people often will do things that are bad but justify them by being like oh but I'm a good person and exactly. it's like I'm a, a nice eventually guy. you've done so many not nice things that you can't call yourself nice anymore but people still rely on that as a crutch I think you explained it perfectly well and they don't own they don't own their bad things because they are a nice guy
2: I though would like to see myself as a nice person. I but I I think Kirsten I relate to what you're saying that like from pod persona maybe or like I can be not so nice to like my friends in like a joking way. People might think I'm not nice. But like I I think I'm nice to people. I don't know, Kiva, am I nice?
0: You are nice. You're definitely nice. I think with you um I'm you know what? I'm not going to answer this question. I was like every word I was about to say was going to put me into, like, the biggest trap in the world. No,
2: I'm curious to know what you're going <laughs> to you say. You
0: are nice. You're both nice.
2: Ali from the editing room, has anyone ever sounded more under duress than Akiva right here? Back to the show. I, what were nice. you actually going to say, though? Now you have to say it. Mm-hmm.
0: I was going to say that for Kirsten, I think people expect, like, a certain passiveness sometimes from Canadians, and, like, you definitely don't have that. So that's probably, if they say that, it's like, you're just – you're. You do have some. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Ellie. Kristen has some like American, uh, like chutzpah. You know that I maybe think Canadians that people don't have. Just But she's don't very understand kind. Understand
1: what Canadians are? Then um, no,
0: because I know for every you, I think there's like people who are the stereotype of like a super. Yeah, uh, but
1: like Akiva, I'll walk into a wall and apologize to the wall. Like I have no. Ev- you're qualities. very kind.
0: You're very kind. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Um, I think the other thing too is it's just like. Um sometimes as a woman in particular, uh if you don't necessarily fit into the exact box of what's expected from you, mm-hmm. um you kind of take that on yourself. Like I remember this was years ago. I was having lunch with one of my absolute best friends and I was talking like and I was just being honestly really negative about myself about how like yeah, I know, like I'm kind of a monster, I'm not very nice, blah 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 blah. And my friend literally was like, "Kirsten, you have to stop talking right now because you're a good person who cares about people." and is there for people and does all of these things and like listed off a bunch of like nice things about me and was like, I don't know why you are trying to project that you're not nice. And I think that a lot of the times it's just totally a defense mechanism to be like, listen, I'm not nice. So people aren't going to expect things from me. So people aren't going to try to get close to me so I can keep walls up and keep people at arm's length. But I'm trying to be vulnerable in 2021. So that's why you get the truth there. There you go. There you have it.
0: Um, um but CC, oh go yeah. ahead akiva uh one by the way one thing from the office scene wait wait mer- let, no no <laughs> yeah. let's
2: not just go to that let's continue we to there. talk about what we're talking about
0: okay well, but the
2: nice thing CC's reaction is different than what we're talking about right like that's our reaction to it but CC is like dealing with like an internal crisis where like she's it's somewhere between i don't want to be nice nice is boring but also like he doesn't know me and he hasn't yet realized that I'm terrible and it's like I'm self-conscious mm-hmm. that I'm maybe not deserving. Let me ask of the a question guy. for yeah. both of well, you. Okay. Is she
0: terrible? Like <laughs> are, have we fully established just because she dated Schmidt that she's terrible? She's a very good friend to Jess. Um, like she I don't think she's terrible at all. I think this is like projection of the character.
2: But she's she's saying that right? Like she's it's all from like not lack of
1: self-confidence but like whatever it's like almost what kirsten was talking about go ahead yeah exactly like she doesn't see herself as nice um and maybe that kind of is linked to a bunch of other things that she does not see herself as um maybe due to feelings of inadequacy maybe just other general self-esteem stuff because everybody can struggle with self-esteem like even a beautiful model you know um uh that kind of thing uh and, and so I think that she just doesn't see herself that way. It's also, like, this is textbook
2: self-sabotage, right? It's, like, when you date the terrible guys, which is what she's been dating, and then you t- date the nice guy, it can be daunting to date, like, a real person. And then, like, she's, like, self-sabotaging it. I'm not, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve someone who respects me, you know? Like, so, no, I don't think she's terrible, but I can see where she's coming from.
1: Exactly. I agree.
2: All right, Keev, take us to the office.
0: I just want to know, uh, I, I, it made, I just wanted to point out, it made me laugh when she's like, guaranteed mercury poisoning. That was funny.
2: <laughs> uh, but let's talk about that. So she has Schmidt sign a waiver uh, with all this information. Av says, should podcast hosts have to sign a prenup absolving each other of any potential psychological trauma?
0: Yeah, oh I mean, this is God. this is more like, isn't this more of like a hookup NDA that like a celebrity would make somebody sign so they don't like uh, put it on Snapchat or whatever? Yeah.
1: And here's the thing. If someone's trying to get you to sign an NDA to hook up with them, just leave. That's dumb. Don't do that. I mean,
0: so if like <laughs> Brad Pitt, you're like a Brad Pitt's house. He's like, sorry, everyone has to sign this. You're leaving.
1: Yeah. OK, fine, Bye, Brad.
0: Okay, but I think that's totally fair, but I think a lot of people aren't. I think think this probably is common. When you think about, like, there's so many celebrities that, sorry, that, like, we never sort of, like, get, you know, the... Julian Edelman retired today, and I remember, um, uh, to bring up Boston Sports Rally for a second, like, some girl (laughs) tweeted from his bed once. Ali, do you remember this? Like, some girl tweeted from his bed, like, hey, I'm in bed with Julian Edelman. And then, you and like, Julian Edelman is not one of, like, the 500 biggest athletes in, in pro sports, like... Think about how infrequently that happens in an era where, like, plenty of people would do that. And it's like, oh, these NDAs must be extremely common.
2: Well, but it's not – this isn't an NDA. This is like a contract of, like, you're not going to sue me. It's like a waiver of liability. Like, when I ruin your life from having sex with you, you're not going to, like, complain about it and I'm your boss. I an NDA wouldn't have any of these clauses in it I mean I <laughs> like think, an NDA would just be like don't tell
1: I think that her contract kind of was a mixture of both of those things like I think mm-hmm. there is definitely a uh, non-disclosure component to the contract but it's also like a lot more robust than that um this was a big thing on like Dumois on Instagram like two weeks ago where everyone was talking about like never sign an NDA to sleep with a celebrity like just go sleep with a B-list celebrity instead like if you can get with an A-list celebrity you can go with a B-list celebrity and then you could talk about it
0: Like, David Spade lands a lot of ladies. Nobody's signing a contract to sleep with David Spade, probably.
1: You think David Spade gets a (laughs) lot of ladies?
0: Yeah, David Spade is, like, a famous ladies' man in Hollywood. What? Yeah, very famous.
1: I, I refuse to accept this.
0: It's, like, the one thing everybody knows about him
1: i mean all yeah. i do
2: again is see disgusting men with beautiful women so like why shouldn't david spade get a lot of women Well, because i'm like, want- so rich and pretty funny I want like of, co- like, of course like of course he's more. there's a there's someone who i won't say but there's a very low level celebrity who was on a show that i was watching and i was like joking with future uh guests on the podcast ian i was like should i slide into this guy's dms i'm like obsessed with him and i went to his instagram and he's objectively unattractive like objectively
0: Mm -hmm. yes hottest
2: wife i've ever seen of course like it's just the story of life
0: Um, did you you didn't did you slide
2: of course not. i mean i was never going to but like i'm Mm -hmm. certainly not doing it to a married all right here's
0: here's his list on from wonderwall.com lara flynn boyle uh, krista allen julie bowen Brittany daniel sarah foster jillian barbary heather Carmen Electra Pamela Anderson Nikki Whelan Jillian Grace Nic- Nicola Sheridan that's uh she's from yes uh, she's
1: she plays Edie on Housewives. Desperate Housewives
0: this is a wild one Padma Lakshmi Jeez. oh wow. guys yeah wait, wait, and that's wait. like yeah wait
2: wait wait who's yeah. the person from um Nicola Sheridan is the one person on that list you ha- thought you had to explain I
0: and I, I was, like I was how he thought he had to
1: explain it to me, <laughs> who literally just finished watching all of Desperate Housewives. Like no, three it's just months the opposite.
0: Ago. You're my Desperate Housewives expert. Uh, I was I was confirming it for myself. The okay. late and great Naya Rivera, Ivy Leaven, I don't know who that is, and Mystery Blonde 2018. Wow, so, good yeah, for him. David Spade, seen out and about all the time.
1: Wow, get it, David Spade. Do you think I have a shot mm-hmm. with David Spade?
0: Yeah. I mean, at this point, yeah, everyone has a shot with David Spade.
1: Oh, okay. So it's just because everyone has yeah, that shot, was rude. No? no, I mean,
0: you had before, but now it's like, uh, now it's probably open season. I, I don't think, I don't think he has good politics. I'm just lying. I
1: also just uh, wouldn't want to, because mm-hmm. he's gross to me, personally.
0: Yeah, yeah. Might not have voted for Joe Biden. That's my guess.
1: Yikes. You think he voted for Kanye? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Um...
2: All right, let's talk about Winston's little bit here that he thinks he's getting his period. I mean, it does have funny lines. Uh, I I really like when he says, which what have you done to my body when just walks in?
1: I love um, when they're just both each like laying on one of the couches and he's got like the heating pad and like something on his head. And... And he's very much like I looked it up. Sympathetic periods are a thing. Eating a Twizzler, which Akiva can
2: relate to. Respect, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But then he comes out and he's like, it's not PMS. I really miss Shelby. Kelly wants to know, do you think they should have done something more in this episode slash will do more in the future episodes to address Winston's feelings after breaking up with Shelby? Or was the faux PMS brief realization and water massage gag enough? Akiva?
0: Yeah. Sorry. You got to say it again. (laughs) (laughs) I like I like should that they have done
2: more think. with the key with Winston storyline here especially like a, around the breakup with Shelby or was this sufficient for you? I mean
0: Winston gets more than he normally gets he is very funny in this episode it's weird where they're like dancing in the shower I'm like wait they're not gonna do this whole thing without Winston and then they come out and he and he admits that he was actually sad about Shelby but 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 not uh did not actually think he was PMSing um no, I think I think Winston actually has like a you know a role that's that's reasonable in this episode. I don't I didn't have any problem with it. I wouldn't no change re- stuff.
2: No reaction from Jess about the Sam breakup.
1: She has more pressing things going on. She's got a red devil inside of her.
0: <laughs> yeah. Plus we plus it's a you know we missed last week. We don't know what happened last week because there was no episode. But maybe that was when she was stewing a better.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's how it works in shows. <laughs> they take a week off and the characters still progress, and we just that, don't get to know what that happened. That was like a, it's a, mystery. a Seinfeld.
0: That was like canon on Seinfeld. That like if we missed a week, that was uh, they were like other things happened. You have to guess what happened.
1: Oh interesting um I did really like with Winston and Jess when he is like I looked it up women like you you're the alpha everybody's cycle syncs up to yours um this is how it is uh I thought that was very funny and that is the kind of Ali has have you ever had a thing where you end up like syncing up with a friend is that too weird to say on the podcast no, but we
2: Missy and I have joked about it, and she was like, "When we sync up, it's over for everyone." <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't happened yet, but you know, the next time a volcano goes off, like maybe okay. check check in. I um or like a an earthquake or some other cosmic event.
1: Uh, famously my sister just like takes birth control continuously to not get a period at all but then when i of course
0: everybody knows that when
1: i get my period around her she gets one anyways even though she's on continuous birth control wait that's crazy (laughs) i'm an alpha baby everybody watch out my uterus is in charge that's
2: incredible and terrifying, and like I'm gonna be thinking about this the next time I see you. <laughs> I'm gonna
0: be very worried. i warn you in I do like. I love that you dropped. Danger
1: zone. Dropped,
0: I I love that you dropped it famously. Like, yeah, this famously. is definitely Something everybody knows.
1: Uh, well, it's it's oh, it's really good. I feel like nobody knows anything about my sister, so I just like to always, anytime I show her, be like, yeah, famously, my sister mm-hmm. does this.
0: We know her name is Vianna.
1: Her name is Vianna.
0: Vianna. <laughs> Borat.
1: <laughs> it's like Diana with a Borat. V. Borat.
0: Diana with a B, okay. But
1: she would never listen to this podcast anyway, so we're in the clear.
0: Perfect.
2: Can, Can I, I ask you guys back? a question about yes. the Cece and Schmidt kiss here? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, clearly cheating, but like what, what do you do in that situation? Like, that happens. What is she doing now? Is she telling Robbie or is she yada yadaing it?
1: I mean, I I think it really depends because so that scene. Like it didn't it felt like very genuine. Like you can feel the chemistry between Schmidt and Cece. Like they just feel very natural in that scene. And so to me, I feel like it's actually worse than if she had just like kissed a random person. Oh, for sure. And so it's like she probably should tell Robbie, but like will she?
0: Well, she is bad, right? She's like a She's she's a a bad girl. (laughs) no she's not nice like that's what she's doing i i did write in my notes here i thought that schmidt and Cece have like electric chemistry in this scene they're like clearly riffing uh speaking of improv i don't know if it's improv or not not important it's like this is by far the most chemistry they've ever had it's a really well shot scene uh and now it's like oh i want them to get together after this scene like it it didn't even feel like
1: it was in a show like it just felt like you were like spying on two people Mm -hmm. that really like each other but aren't together
0: yeah, Kirsten said it right. Yeah, it it was, and it also felt much different than most scenes on the show. Like, uh, it are right, like it was it was shot so differently. I want to see more of this Jason wolner Hope he directs more episodes.
2: Do you think he'll direct more episodes? I think he does. I'm pretty sure he does. <laughs> Speaking of electrochemistry, uh, let's talk about the water massage, uh, first with Nick and Tran, uh, then with Nick and Jess. Talk, talk about no chemistry, I felt, between them in the pool. It's so And then funny. Winston and Nick.
1: It's Well, it's like, um, Tran obviously, like, it seems like, uh, he's done this before to calm people down, um, and then Nick just immediately thinks, okay, I can do what he has done, uh, and he cannot. <laughs> well, what I love about it is that Tran's there, supervising. Yeah, like, he literally, he could help. He, he could get in the pool, <laughs> but no. I also love that there's, like, a woman just playing the flute, <laughs> is that a, that's not a flute
0: is that supposed to be his a wife? recorder
1: yeah I don't, some sort of instrument that flute. i wasn't paying attention to they say flute yeah but it's not big, a flute because she's weed. holding yeah. it wrong that's not how flutes played
0: right, right. big week for flutes also huge week for flutes
1: okay you
0: didn't see the weird little flute video it was funny I'm, oh I'm, i assumed that was a renap reference i was no even... no i wouldn't make it re- come on please
2: I, Ugh, my eyes just lodged in the back of my head hold on no, no okay was, they're uh, out
0: no, it was it was like a viral video from SNL. It was pretty uh, good.
1: All right. I didn't Le- see it.
2: Let's get to the guide. Anything else that people want to call out from this episode? Otherwise, I think we've we've reached um, uh, the reflection point. I
1: did. I really liked. Uh, shortly before um, Nick takes Jess for her water massage, I liked when he came into the room and he has like found Zen. He is calm. He has clarity. And he's trying to talk to her, but she won't talk to him. And then he's like, "I'm going three, two, one. I'm going to go silent." And then he does. And then she explains what's going wrong. Um, We also did not talk about either of Jess's job interviews. I was going to say we forgot. And so her first job interview, she goes, uh, she can't have a shower beforehand because Schmidt has turned off the gas, so there's no hot water. She's feeling bad. She is in like full on PMS, um, and she brings up uh, "To Kill a Mockingbird" and the interviewer is like, oh yeah, my dog is named Boo after Boo Radley, shows this picture of a a puppy in a cup. And then when Jess is, like, so emotional, then decides to be like, oh, yeah, and this dog is dead. (laughs) Like
0: She was. It's such a well-delivered line, right? It's so unhinged. She's so cute. She was cute. Yeah. Like, why
1: would you say that? Like, if I'm interviewing someone and they're that emotional about anything, I just want them out of my office as soon as possible. I'm not giving them any opportunity to get more emotional.
0: Yeah. The she was is such a well-delivered funny line.
1: And Jess My mother like, oh, just, she, she's so cute. How she's so small, like.
0: What's up with What's up with the Jude?
2: My mother just inexplicably. She's been. Ugh, it's so upsetting. She's just been like going through her phone recently and sending random shit. So like, out of complete nowhere, she just sent a picture of me from a college formal with a friend of mine from college who I haven't talked to in since college, like ten years. Mm-hmm. And she just goes, "Who is this?" and sends me the picture. <laughs> Like, what, what are we doing? Okay, sorry.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no,
2: but just the, the highlight minute. is Jess gets the job after that, which makes no sense. Coming Kelly to, says, after
0: a second interview. How'd she land the second I interview? I mean, obviously
2: also? she changed her resume significantly.
0: Yeah, possibly her name. Also that wearing the red
2: suit. It was really working for her, but a bold move in an interview to wear a red suit. I mean,
0: mm-hmm. I think
1: if you're um doing an interview for teaching, you can get away with like a little bit more whimsy.
0: True. Not that I didn't even know what you're talking about. Um, two two lines I really like from the episode also. Uh, I think Kirsten did point out the bet. Like, the she was is really the highlight of the episode for me. Um, Schmidt uh, tells Cece that uh, w- when she says she's not nice, they're saying, like, oh, yeah, Robbie, like, he's a Midwestern guy, Midwestern body. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and um, when Schmidt finally signs the NDA towards the end of the episode, uh, his one condition is that if you ever write a book about me, my alias is Moises Purdue, which I think we could really... Uh, I wonder if that comes up again. It's really funny.
1: It's also funny how um, the VP woman is, like, got this whole contract about how she's going to ruin his life, like, sexually, and then mm-hmm. she doesn't even know how to tie him up.
0: Yeah, that's so random also. It's like, what is... Ha- that's why I thought she was going to rob him, because it was so, like, weird. So, uh, do... Do we see her again, I guess, is Ellie's question. Well, Ali's let's get question. to the
2: guide, Akiva. Yeah. Do we see Emma again?
0: Yeah, I believe we do. I just don't think it ended here. I think we see her one more time.
2: Okay, we will see. The uh, gooch. Who, who won the episode? Uh, let's hear from Mara first.
0: I asked Mara. She said that it's close. She gives it to um, the guy, who, who she meant Nick, over the girl. <laughs> But uh, but she thought Jess could have won it also, but she's giving it uh, she's giving it to Nick.
2: Okay, Matt Stewart thinks it's Tran because he is everything but Nick yeah. out of the speaking characters. I
0: asked her, I asked her the core five. Yeah, I didn't even offer that as an option.
2: Kelly says I think it's between Jess and Nick, so the girl and the guy because they both have hilarious lines throughout the episode. But Winston has the best line, which What have you done to my body? Nick has a new best friend, more positive outlook on life, and a new hobby in water massage. Jess has a new job and gets hot water
1: back. I think well Kirsten what do you think so I think that Jess wins the episode but she couldn't have done so without the assist from Nick aha okay it's like because like I mean watching this episode it's like we've seen Nick be so angry do we think that this is his new outlook forever like doesn't make sense to me uh and then Whereas Jess, like, she's been through such a hard time. She overcomes her PMS. She starts to believe in herself again. She lands a job. She's able to pay her part of the bills. They get hot water back. Uh, I feel like more has progressed for her.
2: I agree. I think if we're doing it by, like, who's coming out the winner, it's Jess. Um, but, Yeah. And reasonable minds may differ. Also, Kelly said, this is nothing, but I want you to know the reason I added so many notes this week. She submitted 10 questions, Whoa. is whispering, I am the producer of everything in North America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you to Kelly and to everyone for asking such great questions this week. Uh, you can always go to Twitter, at LashTweets where we have the, doc, the questions doc pin there. Um... No five-star reviews this week because people hate us, but uh, I think we need to start doing a drive to, like, get more people involved here. So if everyone listening who enjoys this podcast could tell one friend,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, you know, Wait, we'd have many more they listeners. They don't even
1: have to tell a friend. Just take your friend's phone, say you need to make a call, go into their podcast <laughs> app, subscribe to NGOG, and leave a five-star review. Like, it's not that hard. Uh, <laughs> just do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, why, yeah, why, why haven't you click.
0: done it already? That is true. Yeah, but we want we want we want more downloads. We want more no, people. No, no, I want more people
2: active minute. members of the community. I agree, I
0: agree. Mm. I'm with you. So I mean the reviews would be the stolen reviews would be nice too though, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah I can mean go- I think both. Both work. Tell a friend and also um a friend who doesn't listen to podcasts, just like set it up to automatically download every week and leave a five star.
2: Uh Brian Cohen has just let me know that the challenge is a two part finale, so We will not have the answer to who wins on Wednesday. Anyway, um, you can go to anchor.fm slash new girl, old guy, uh, Kirsten, uh, where can people hear more of you?
1: I just, it just really hurts that you, um, don't do the plugs anymore, but it's fine. Um, do people like that? I just got self-conscious and assumed that people like it's too much. It's just like, you know, it was a thing and then you just, you stop doing it, but it's fine. I could do my own plugs. Um. Uh, So people can follow me on all social media at Kirsten said what, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten said what, uh, where I'm streaming like three times a week these days. Uh, I also am the co-host of the Temptation Island Rehap Up podcast on uh, Rob Has a Podcast, uh, as well as uh, Bojack Horse Pod, the Bojack Horseman story, where we're doing a Bojack rewatch, myself and Lindsay Wilson. Uh, and also uh, Kowski Casp, thats Cow with a K—where we are talking Riverdale with Frail so Mary Kowski. Yeah, I I need to love myself more, but I don't. <laughs> so that's. But that's it, I promise. Oh, except um this past week I was on um, the podcast that shall not be named. I was on Renap with Maggie Morgan to talk HGTV mm-hmm. shows are trash. And talk uh, about loving yourself more. It was a fun one. It w- it was fun. I had a good time and honestly a uh, minimal pushback from the Renap subreddit. Mm-hmm. So Yes. Truly envy you because I wouldn't I would never turn down an invitation to Renap because I guess again I don't love myself enough. How many invitations have I turned down to Renap, Akiba?
0: A million,
2: upwards of five. All right, uh, anyway, let's move on. I'll no, edit this out, yeah. but it just yeah. like please disgusts me. Out, okay. Your whole okay. your whole podcast and the community around it disgusts me. Okay, <laughs> um, uh, we'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. Akiva, you didn't well, ask what season. I have up. Mm, in a way, we have it's you. Heard.
0: It's you. We we had uh, the logo podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't even make fans. my own
2: plugs. I'm sorry. I'm so sick. I have to go. That's okay. Um, All right,
0: L- but no, Ali no, crushed I- it, logo podcast. But she's got to go.
2: No, 32 fans. We did that. We finished the logo bracket. It was uh, so Akiva fun. Akiva is talking about stuff on Renap. Uh, I am covering the now two part finale of the challenge. Womp womp. And then we will continue to talk about the challenge all stars at so robinswebsite.com slash challenge iTunes with Brian Cohen. Uh, season two, episode eight parents, Akiva.
0: Yes. I'm very excited. for. I just saw this title. I don't know what it's about, but I'm excited. Parents also means we're going to see multiple parents. Am I correct that we haven't met anybody's parent yet? You met Winston's mom. Winston's mom. That's right. We did meet Winston's mom. Very briefly. We met his family. Um, I'm going to guess these are Jess's parents. That's what what I'm going to say.
2: Okay, Kirsten. Uh, it's been so lovely to have you this has been a highly anticipated episode Mm -hmm. I'm so
1: glad that I finally got to come on I hope um, that I will be welcomed back uh, because I am a big new girl guy so Mm -hmm. we are closed to guests famously but um, you know you always have a standing invitation incredible I I, (laughs) I would never want anything more than than that and I mean if you know a key memory to, like, take a week off or whatever. I'm right here. I'm waiting. I'm ready to swoop in. Mm-hmm. In my truest
2: dreams. All right, Kirsten, if you could uh, finish your hosting duties and close us out here. We didn't talk about any godliness.
1: Well, yeah, that was just a joke, obviously. <laughs> uh, the concept...
2: What are jokes?
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot that jokes aren't actually allowed on this podcast, so... <laughs> Um but yeah thank you everyone for checking out this episode of NGOG. and uh we'll we'll see you next week for parents. my 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 My